who's our favorite player on the Orlando Polar Bears? We have to pick someone. We literally just have to look at the. I'm just going to read off Wh- the names. Whoever has the best facial hair, for sure. I'm not even. Gonna, you're not even going to look at them. No. I'm just going to tell you. Just give me last names. Tickets to shop schedule. Where there's a team. Okay, go. Obviously, it's roster. Tyler Bird. Bird. You're gonna fucking love this guy. He's got such a good name. Carl Elmir. Nice. Dante Sheriff. Adam Varga. We know Adam Varga. Uh, Brendan Van Riemsdyke. Van Riemsdyke. Yep. That's, oh, that's an NHL shout. Actually, he's from Middletown, New Jersey. Um, Andrew Sturtz. Hunter. Fehez, I don't know how to say that. Sean Sviz, Sviz, all right, you ready? S-Z-Y-D-L-Owski. That, those, those don't go together. Shadolski, uh, that's what we'll go with. I think he's my favorite. Why, because you can't say his name? Yeah. Uh, Sean Element. I, I like his name because it's the only name I could pronounce drunk when we're there, and no one will know that I'm, Shit face. He's from Erie Otters. Oh, we have, oh well, that's pretty. That's right in our backyard. Just five and a half hours away. Uh, Tristan Langen. Mm. Maxime Kashkovic. Talbot. <laughs> uh, he's from Slovakia. And then Carson Dinomi. And then mm-hmm. Matthew Barnaby. I made my decision. I made Ooh, my decision. Ross Olson. I made my decision. I'm going to keep going though. Luke Boca. 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 That's a, that's a film term. I like Boca. B-O-K-A. No, it's B-O-K-E-H. Oh, well, that's pretty dumb then. Yeah. Joe Carroll. Luke Mickinus. McKinnis? Mickinnis. I like Mickinnis more. Chris Harper, but P-U-R. This guy sound like a bunch of bitches. You ready for this? You ready for this name? Yeah. Jack Doherty. Does he play for Wolves? No, he plays uh, He plays for the Orlando Solar Bears. He's from Minnesota, bud. Wolverhampton Wolves. Right. Um, Brand- ready? Brandon, oh, Braden Guy. 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 Hmm. Oh, you're going to like this one. Dimitri Semikin? That's his fucking brother. So we are going to Florida this this week. We're actually leaving in about three, six hours. Uh, We're filming this at 9 o'clock Wednesday, November 2nd, and we're leaving about 3 a.m. Right now we're talking about the Orlando Solar Bears. We're going to go see some hockey while we're down there. Uh, Pretty freaking excited about that. Um, but this podcast will probably be a little bit shorter today. Uh, we're just touching on, uh, what did we have? We had Cleveland home and then Lehigh away, Hershey away. Uh, the boys took three and three again this match week. Uh, amazing performance. The team looks so good right now. We are actually the best team in the AHL. Uh, the record is looking good. It's fat six Oh and one top of the top of the league. And Lehigh will never say that. <laughs> Top of the league, top of the league. Awesome. I will never say that. Did you see that Twitter page that came up out of absolutely nowhere? So I followed them now because they're, it's got to be this like 13 year old kid. It's LVC Phantoms. I guess he's trying to be like Lehigh. He has the same header, but like, glad I didn't see today's game. Sorry, I haven't been active working. He has zero followers. Zero followers. Zero eh? followers. And he's tweeting, sorry, I haven't been active. That's a, that's a Lehigh fan page? Yeah. I wonder who's running that. <laughs> I I don't know, but it's got to be he's got to be thirteen or fourteen, and that's his first Lehigh game. Who would ever start a page like that? Six games into a season. Hey, don't you dare make fun of Penguins chirp. We started that twelve games into the season, and it's successful. It is successful. It's, it's the reason we have this podcast. Um. And it started with the Twitter page. And we tweeted like bums until we became popular with our 15 followers. Still fucking tweet like bums. You know how many times I've had to change my profile pictures so people don't send me <laughs> nasty DMs? So they don't associate you with Penguin's shirt because it's yeah. on my phone. If someone came up with the IP address, it'd be me. Yeah. Right. Well, let's get, let's get into hockey. Why not? Get into um, it, eh? So we're top of the league, and our first game was against Cleveland. Now, we watched this game. We were at this game, but we didn't really watch the game game all that much there was a lot of chirping going on a lot of chirping this was uh this was one of our loudest games ever uh so much so that the uh <laughs> oh what, what was she um the, the stewardess yeah the stewardess she uh what was she 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 came down and was like yeah you're lucky they don't come over the boards at you I said send yeah. them 
Yep, we we were ready to scrap. We had a if guy. If Greaves or Sweezy, send them. Oh, so we had a guy in front of us, and then we had a guy on the other side of the arena. Then we had another guy on the other side of the arena, and none of us knew each other. Well, we knew the guy in front of us, but none of us like that were on different sides of the arena knew each other, and it was just constant, just like, "Hey, Greaves, you suck." Classic just, Wednesday, seven p.m. game. The only people who are there are the real fans. Fifteen hundred <laughs> people just ready to chirp. And those are my favorite crowds. I'll yeah. be honest. I love a sellout crowd because they're really loud. There's tons of kids. There's tons of chanting. Like you can get everything going. But there's something so true about just a shitty little Wednesday night crowd because everyone's true. Everyone diehard Penguins fan, and they just scream the nastiest shit. And the stewardesses are just like, <laughs> let them go, let them go. I we had some pretty vile chirps. At, yeah, I mean. Billy Sweezy, he was he was yelling something to Former his Former Penguin, by the way. Yo. So Billy Sweezy played with us. Um, he wasn't very good, but then he went to Cleveland and now he's an assistant captain. And uh, we don't we that doesn't sit right with us. He almost tried he tried to fight Jordy Bell Reeve last year. Had a signed Sweezy puck. I uh, burned the signature off of it so I could use the puck still. And we still do use the puck. But we what we did with it, what we did with Sweezy was he was chirping. No, he wasn't chirping, I don't think. I think he was yelling to his teammate. And we had already riled him up so bad that one of us, I forget who it was, we yelled, hey, shut up, Sweezy. He, he turned to us, threw his hand in the air and skated back to the bench. He had just come on for his shift and he couldn't deal with it. Absolutely no cap. This guy actually heard what we were saying, <laughs> turned around and acknowledged it and then went back to the bench pissed off, like, like livid. You know you know when a player, he's got all the body language of a real pissed off hockey bro. Um, the hand goes flailing. Uh, he starts chirping someone on the ice for absolutely no reason. And then it's either a classic stick break off the bench or a slam of the door behind him. And uh, he gave us a real good slam look. He even kind of whispered to the guy next to him, fucking pointed up in the uh, the stands. Which got which we all laughed at. Gave him a little we, wave. We laughed. I mean, it was, it was a, we had a great time. And then Greaves, Greaves was just pitiful in this game. I mean, I think, I don't, not all those goals were his fault. We actually, we thought uh, Cleveland was a really good team coming into this because they were sitting, I think, second in their division. Um, but they came and we ran over them. Well, they also got their head person. I forget who what his name was. But well, that's one guy. We yeah. we got our head man taken out. He's yeah. still in Pittsburgh. That's true. But we we ended up we ended up playing really really well. I mean, five two. You see. Ty Smith got a, Ty Smith got a goal. O'Connor got a goal. Neilander pushing it. By the way, predictions. Yeah, you did predictions. Hate to cut you off the predictions, baby. Last podcast we were talking about Cleveland. I said Ty Smith's going to score the first goal and he's going to have a sick celebration. Ty Smith scored a sick goal. I don't know about the celly. I was pretty much twisted backwards over my seat, trying not to spill beer on anyone while I celebrate. I was I was eating peanut M and M's and. That they were all up in the air. He's but so good, though. He's so good. I said five four. You said three one. So combined, the five one score was there. Now, was it five one or five two? Five one. Oh, we five, it was five one. I um, thought we well, two goals. Nice. Mm, only one. And then um, Hollander gets the third star. Tukarski gets the second. O'Connor gets the first. What I, a run he's on, eh? Who? Pusty and uh, Hollander. I mean, two finish boys. That line is looking really, really good. Everyone on the team, really, other than John Lazat, is having a really, really good run. I mean, I love I'm Sam Hood. Sam Hood on that line, dude. Sam Hood. Sam Hood. I mean, not to transition quickly into the Lehigh game, but against Lehigh, I was watching on the computer. He was immense. I mean, he's a big, big. He's a big, big game player. He's huge, and he's not the biggest guy, but just the way that he works the puck and the way he just. He skates at people. He skates at a hundred miles an hour. I constantly. mean, I think it's, I think he's playing so well because JD finally found the, like who works alongside Hollander and Pustin. And mm-hmm. like Pusty likes to just kind of post up on his spot. He doesn't like to do a ton of work. He's not a heavy guy. So he's not laying in hits. Um, he's just kind of set up there for the slap shot or something. And uh, Sam Hood offers him like his, that, that ability, that opportunity, you know, because Sam Hood is wild. He's, all around the friggin' zone the entire time. The guy doesn't stop. And when you have a player who's just ready to set and shoot like that, Sam, who's the perfect compliment, especially when you have someone as skilled as Hollander to open up some space for you too. Like I, I love that line. That's probably my favorite line right now. Now we do have to, we do have to say one name that has been above the rest. Dustin 
Dakarski. I mean, I told you last podcast, he's my player of the season so far. The guy is unbelievable. He's Amazing. Standing on his head. I mean, he was ridiculous in that Cleveland game. We Absolutely pro- ridiculous. We probably, it shouldn't have been a blowout. Honestly, in the first period, it was kind of back and forth a little bit. I mean, we scored, we scored two goals, but, and we were up to nothing, but we weren't comfortable with two goals because of how well Cleveland were playing. And then the second period, we scored, then they scored, and we were like, oh boy, here we go. And then I think the chirping got to a couple. I mean, Jack Greaves, Jack Greaves, he's, he's, not, a, he's not a good goalie. No, I mean, like, when, you, when you have a, half, a, uh, half an arena chanting your name and you're, you start reacting to it, it makes it so much worse. Mm-hmm. Because at first he was kind of ignoring it, and then he started allowing goals, and we got louder and louder. He started reacting to it, started reacting to fans, and then... It just like it was so in his head that you could tell he was he was out of the game. He's done. Like there are some goalies who can deal with that. I mean, um, what 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 was the goalie's name? Uh, he's from Syracuse. He played against us last season. He was amazing. Oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. He's a big body. Uh, uh, Lindgren. No, no, that's uh, Springfield. But still, um, you look at Lindgren. You look at Hofert. You look at some of these other even even Sandstrom. Like Sandstrom last year for Lehigh, we were chirping at him. And he was dealing with it. He was making those saves while we were chirping. He kind of shut us up a little bit. I, Jack Greaves does not have that in him. And uh, Jack Greaves, if you're listening to this, I hope you take that personally. Yeah, you sucked pretty bad, man. Well, um, I tell you what, though. Last season, we have Napier, DeOrio, and Net. That's a different game. Mm-hmm. That's like a 5-4, 6-5 kind of game. One of those weird high-scoring goals, you know, it, one thing I noticed about Napier and Diorio, and I mean Napier, he's still with the organization. He's still trying to fight his way back up. But Napier, Napier's big issue was that he 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 wasn't consistent enough for me. I like him. I mean, he's a good goalie. He's going to be a good goalie. He'll probably hit the NHL one day. When he's got the gold pads. Yeah. I mean, when he doesn't have those Ohio State pads, he's he's good. But I don't know. I think I think I don't even know. I really don't know what to say over over that whole goalie thing because we have four quality goalies. Plus, we have two. Two of our goalies should be in the NHL. There's no way Napier ever finds a spot as long as uh, Lindbergh and Tokarski are in town, though. Absolutely no chance. When they stand on their head like they have been, it's no possibility. I mean, you look at Tokarski. We'll transition to the Lehigh game now. Keep it up, Tick. Um the Karski has just been, he, he's been insane. I have not, I have not seen a goalie for Wooksbear play like that. I mean, Lindbergh last year, he was good. Don't get me wrong. But then he got injured. Yeah. So we didn't even really get to see him. But then, but then Louis Dominique came in. He was good. Not, not as good as Tokarski. And we thought he was really good. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, Tommy just cracked open another beer in case anyone's wondering what that noise is. They, they definitely. Just in case anyone <clears throat> was wondering. Um, but Tokarski, Tokarski comes in. <laughs> I went to, went to pull to open the tab and it slipped a little and it went like that sideways. I caught it with one finger. That was that would have been all over me. I wish we had that on video. Good lord, that would have been great. Yeah, um, we're gonna we're gonna start. By the way, getting these recorded again um, and getting them up on some channel. We've both been real busy lately. It's been really hard to actually put like a production together. We've been uh, having a we have a lot of like family family things to do and like this time of year is always busy for us with sports and getting everything started. Tommy so. just finished up a year at Reaper's Revenge and he's the head videographer there in case anyone ever wants to talk to him about it. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty cool job. Uh, I work a lot. Actually, have we ever told people what we do for, ah, I'm just going to, they can, they can guess. Oh, okay. um, but yeah, we're, <laughs> we're, we're busy. We're, we're both busy people. So it's been hard to uh, edit these full productions and episodes down. So that's why, Come the new year, probably uh, mid-December, the new year, mm-hmm. we're going to be blasting content out um, solely because we'll finally have some time to breathe. It'll be true hockey season. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll be re-obsessed with sports for sure because of the World Cup. Oh, yeah, the World Cup's probably going to put something on, so on that. So be sure, uh, keep following us. Uh, I mean, we're, we're going to be posting a ton still, but come the new year, it's going to be crazy. Uh, we're going to try and really, really make something out of this. Starting with uh, PA Live on the 18th, by the way. Oh, yes. We are going to be on WBRE PA Live with Rachel Malik. Thank you, Rachel. The Rachel Malik. Um, we are going to be on there November 18th. Uh, Tommy actually flies back from Orlando. 
which we will be, which we actually, <laughs> since we're here, we are going to be going to an Orlando Solar Bears game. And this I, is one name I wanted you to listen to. I think we think we, we already teased that. That's the beginning of the episode. That's what I started the show with. Oh, well, it doesn't really matter because we're going to tell him again. Do you remember? His name is Dimitri Simikin. Do you know that name? S-E-M-Y-K-I-N. He used to play for the Penguins. Nope. Fuck. No. I tried. <laughs> he, guess who he played for? Syracuse Crunch. We watched him play against us. Matter of respect. He'll, yeah. He'll, he'll recognize the Penguins jerseys. No, he won't. He's, he's a Syracuse player. He, Dale, he knows who the Penguins are. He definitely won't. If he's an AHL boy, why the he, hell is he down with the Orlando Solar Bears? He's not that good. Oh, that's... Um, at least he's it, in the heat now. I mean, yeah, he's, he's, he put up he put up eight points in 30 games with the Orlando Solar Bears last year. He's he's a defender. He's he's not... He's probably a great defender. But. Where were we? When? I think we were talking about Tukarski. Well, we were talking about Tukarski, and then we, we're, now we just got to transition over to Lehigh. So to the Lehigh game, Tukarski starts again. What's the um, save percentage at this point? 95 or 96? I, uh, just for people who don't really follow the league. I'll look that up quick. I mean, he, he's obnoxious right now. Mm-hmm. I'll, <clears throat> I'll look that up. But oh, so, AHL goalie of the month, by the way, too. Yeah. Worth so to mention. Congrats. Congrats to you, Dustin Tukarski. So, that's, a, that's a clap. That doesn't sound like a clap. That sounds like a cheer. I don't like, like that. That's, that's just really loud. Like a cheer. Sorry, I'm not going to do that again. <laughs> so Dustin Tokarski, he has been standing on his head. He's at a, he's at a .949 for his goals, uh, for his save percentage. Good Lord. And another player who stood on his head tonight against Lehigh, Corey Andonoski, one goal, one assist, first star of the night at Lehigh. Dude's the real deal. Tweeted about it. Uh, during that Wednesday game, 10 o'clock against Hershey in preseason said, uh, Ando, or what was it? Uh, it's Ando, uh, sit, sit back in your seats. Like Ando's about to put on a show. He's got something about him this year. He looks good. Like I didn't even recognize him on the ice last season and you can't not recognize him on the ice this season. He looks really, really good. Uh, yeah. He, I mean, I watched him, I watched him play that night and he took, he took, I think it was, I think it was two people. He dragged them along to get our first goal against Lehigh. It was amazing. It was, oh no, it wasn't our first goal. Well, he's no, been, that was the next night, I think. That was against Hershey. Was it against Hershey? Yeah. Let me check the, the score sheet. That was the first goal yep. against Hershey. You're right. Sorry. Wrong game. Um, dude, he's like, he's way more physical. All right, like he's a rough and tough dude. He's had a, been phenomenal on the four check this season. Um, he's scoring goals. He's contributing. Every shift he brings so much energy to. He's a great defensive player as well. Mm-hmm. Like just blue line to blue line, this guy's been one of the best players of the season. And he, it's out of nowhere. Like he just came this season after probably grinding in the offseason. He's like, this is it. You know, like this is my season. And dude, I hope he drops 20 goals this season. He I could. Mean, I mean, we watched him play and then his PTO ended and he was still finishing up college. So we, but he was still traveling with us. He was still with the team. Princeton, right? Yeah. And then it was, and then he couldn't play for us. He he wasn't eligible. And then boom, picked him up this year. Amazing. Tyler Secura, that man is a face-off merchant. That man, you could put him against Sidney Crosby <laughs> and he could win a face-off. That guy, you put him in the face-off circle, I'm picking him over anyone in the world. He is amazing. He's been better too. He He's finding his feet. I mean, ever since that Cleveland game, which he was from Cleveland, that was a huge game he, for him. He wanted the start too. Put him on the first shift against mm-hmm. his old team. And then there was Pustinen. Love that. Pustinen, who did score the first goal. He's been so much better. It's making me so happy. I mean, he's he finally, I think all he had to do was just get out of his head with that. And now he, he's good. You can tell he's comfy. He loves playing with Hollander, too. Mm-hmm. It's. I think it's because he feels like he can talk to somebody on the ice. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't speak great English. Now, you know who I was also incredibly impressed with? Shevzakoski. Dude, I, he's so good. He... Uh, I want to call him our rookie of the year. I don't know if I can because of how good Ty Glover has been. I mean, Ty Glover and the Nofsky, I should say, who do you think, who do you think rookie of the year is? I, so now, far now right you, now, now that you mentioned Ando, probably Ando. I, yeah, Ando. I mean, Jamie Devane's playing like a rookie. All three of them have brought their game though. You Shostakovsky, know, Sikovsky, he's a little, mm, he like, 
I, I don't even know how to, uh, I don't even know how to describe him. Anyone who watches him, like you, obviously you recognize him when he's on the ice, but he just pisses people off. He gets in these really weird tight spaces and he just breaks up the play. Mm-hmm. Like he sets people up for goals over and over and over just because he's a little shit house. Mm-hmm. He still lives into people. He's, uh, I, I don't know. I like players like that. Players like that are necessary and we haven't had one for a while. Mm-hmm. And I think our success this season is because of a bunch of really small, like 1% factors. And he's one of those 1% factors, like a player who could break up a play, leave a little bit of space for someone else to get a shot off real quick. He's done it like three or four times now. And we, he almost, he should have scored that one time, but I think Neil's got a touch on it, which put it in off the deflection. But one player I do want to talk about two, we had three penalties, Taylor for doing for interference, John Lazat and John Lazat interference and tripping. And those were in the third period when Lehigh was chasing the game. It was, it was literally one to one. John Lazat takes two penalties at 405 and 803. Two penalties. Why is this guy on the D-line? Why is this guy, why is this guy not getting scratched? I mean, you've, they've publicly said it in interviews that he should be, that he needs to step up his game. John St. Ivany puts his heart out there. John St. Ivany is a great player. Is he good? Is he better than Lazat? No. Does he still have a lot to learn? Yeah. But he's going to give you more than John Lazat offers. He's going to give you more energy. And I also think because he's young and because he knows Lazat's better, you put him on that line with Fadoon, St. Ivan, he's going to go and try and prove something every game. Mm-hmm. Lazat's not changing. He's been a shit show all season. I, I really, I wish they would give Ivany a chance. JD obviously loves him and because he kept him in the squad and he gives him reps. Mm-hmm. So why are you not dropping Lazat? It's not going to hurt us. I mean, Mitch Rinke's injured. We know that. Mitch Rinke, I think he's still, I think he's coming back though. He's coming back soon. He was Do you think day. Mitch Rinke um, fills in that spot? Mitch Rinke's injured, yeah. I think I, I hope that Lazat's gone once Rinke comes back. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I think the two players that are going to be tossed around are definitely Colin Sawyer, Jackson Ivany. I think they're going to get thrown into a little bit different positions with everything. Who's got your start over those two? I'm going St. Ivany. Sawyer was good. I mean, I'd let, I'm, I'm not going to... I'm going to say St. Ivany because we've seen more of him this season. But I like Colin Sawyer a lot. I think he's a good defender. I think he's a very, very smart defender. I think that he's, I think he's got a little bit of Cam Lee with the wild side. He just gets he's tossed a, around a little bit. Oh yeah, That's no, he'll him. get it. He'll get it though. I mean, it, he's a young boy. He's a, he's a young, young just, guy. Just a young boy, hell. Yeah, but he'll, he'll get it. I think him, I think him, Jackson Ivany, I think that if you pair them with an Ole or a, a Fadoon. I think Fadoon, he's being a little bit held back this year because he kind of is... Fadoon's a better player than he's showing right now, which no, I... I agree. That, that's because of Lazat. I agree. L- Lazat's limiting him. I think so. I tell you what. Can we talk about, uh, real quick, uh, just bounce back to the Cleveland game. I have never seen a group of Penguins players throw themselves at the puck the way that they did. Because how many power plays do they have to kill? A lot. Quite a few, right? Yeah. Um, um, let's see. I think they one, got scored on one of them, right? That was a, a power play goal. Um, yeah. But, dude, they're unbelievable. And the reason I thought of this was because you said something about Willett. That guy's an incredible defender. It's worth like shouting out on every single podcast episode. He's been an absolute game changer for us. He's been our backbone thus far defensively. Um. <laughs> watching him literally launch his body face first at a puck on the back post wide open to save a goal and then all the other boys on that line seeing that and then two of them taking a body right afterwards there's just something different about that that didn't happen last season no but at the same time we took eight penalties in that game I mean Kyle Olsen fought it was a good, <laughs> it, was a, it was an okay fight and I mean, he's injured off of it, but Kyle Olson, we took eight penalties. And I think after that Cleveland game, they took a lot of that because in that game, we only had three penalties, two of which being John Lazat. And then to transition into the Hershey game, it looks to me like we only took, we took two penalties and Postonin was one of them. No John Lazat. Mm-hmm. John Lazat, I, I mean, I wasn't impressed with him this day. I mean, he, he didn't really do anything. He, he had one shot, but other than that, he didn't do anything. But I mean, he's, 
I don't, I don't know. You see these, you see these defenders. Andonovsky, he gets assisted by Willett and Mark Friedman. You see these assists. You see these numbers coming out. Some of, some of, some of these defenders, they don't have that. Jackson Ivany is assisting people. Mm-hmm. Like Colin Sawyer was doing more for the attack. So I think, I think to transition over to, into that Hershey game, I think coming in, I think coming into the next weekend, I want to see us. I don't want to see us change anything because we're winning. I am okay with winning. If we're winning with John Lazan in the team, then that's okay. Leave it. Leave it the way it is. But if we start losing because of those mistakes, then I think there needs to be a change. There's going to come a point where people watch enough tape based on this season to realize that Lazat is not just like a pop-up bad game. It's a trend, and it's something you can target. It's a weakness in the team, and that's when it's going to become an issue. I mean, he's, in, he's the nicest of guys, which is crazy, but I think he needs to find his form, which I agree with you completely. Yeah, you start, you start adding a goal a game when his line's out there. It's going to add up, you know? Uh, we've been pretty good about scoring goals, but that line is conceding quite a few goals. So it's a little concerning. Mm-hmm. And he's behind the pace. He's a slow guy. So that's just it worries me against faster teams. Because we haven't seen how we fare against a Charlotte or a Springfield yet. They're both very, very fast teams. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm, I'm curious what happens when we play them. I want to see what his performance is like. I agree. But with that being said, Hershey, baby. Uh, Hershey away. Hershey away. That makes this even crazier. You said you said on last week, What did you? how many points did you want? You said four. You said four of six, right? I said I, I, I expect them to win at least two of these games. So Cleveland, Cleveland and Lehigh for sure. And then I, what did I say? I said three. I said at least two. We need both three would be okay. Yeah. And we took six. We took six. And I'm not going to lie. I know, we're, I know we just shit talked John Zott, but I watched John Zott this game. I watched him very, very closely against Hershey, and he was good. Wasn't great. But then again, neither were a lot of our players. Colin Sawyer wasn't great. Drew O'Connor wasn't great. Chef Sikoski wasn't great. Andonovsky, amazing. I mean, this well, this is what I was saying. Andonovsky drug two people <laughs> with him to the net front yeah, and still did. scored. It was nasty too. And then Pustinen, Pustinen took a shot and then it got it got over to Hollander. And Hollander from a no angle shot scored. Before we talk about Hollander's OT goal, which was freaking awesome. Let's talk about that Lindbergh save. Ooh, yeah. That is worth mentioning. Uh, Tokarski got a fat shout um, because of his save percentage and his performances thus far. We got to talk about how good Lindbergh was against Hershey. Lindbergh was amazing. I mean, I was listening in. Lindbergh and Shepard, they played against each other in NCAA uh, college, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And they Do were. Do you want to say is just for people who. Hunter Shepard is Hershey's goalie. Um, and those two, I, I guess that they were like the best, of, the best of the best in NCAA. So they're playing against each other now. And they looked like the best of the best in the AHL. They, <laughs> they were, both of them were amazing. Like it, I have not seen, I have not seen, a, I've not looked at a Hershey goalie and unbiasedly said, wow, he's good. In years, I mean, we saw Fukali play. We saw Copley play. Fukali was pretty good. Vukali's good, but I'm not, I'll never say it. Hunter Shepard, he gained my respect. Hunter Shepard was pretty good. Yeah, he's a good goalie. Yeah, I was impressed by him. With Scary him. goalie. Sonny Milano's worth a shout, too. He's a good player. Oh, I think because the Capitals are in a little bit of an injury crisis, though, uh, Mr. Milano is going to be finding his way up in the NHL. Um, Dylan McArath, I saw today, is banned for his next game. So I think they're is it with because him. of the Jordy Bellreve thing? What did you do with the Jordy Bellreve thing? Oh, Jordy Bellreve plowed McElrath into the boards. McElrath got pissed about it and retaliated. They fought, and then McElrath had like a, a shit flip afterwards, screaming at Bellreve, um, ref pushing him away. That's the last I saw is where the clip ended. Um, I don't know. Worth a watch. McElrath made him look stupid. I was going to say, I didn't, I didn't see that. I was, uh, what was that on Sunday? It must have been whenever they played. Because I was, I didn't see that, but he, I saw that he, I'm pretty sure, un, unless they appealed it, 
pretty sure that he was banned today. Let me check. Um, let me check with on my on my sources. I mean, that's huge because he's a major source of physicality for Hershey. Um, and our next game is Hershey at home. Mm-hmm. So I mean, that'd be huge. We're in good form. They're probably pulling Sonny Milano up. McElrath suspended. Hershey defender Dylan McElrath one game. Hershey's defenseman Lucas Johansson and, so- and forward Sonny Milano and Garrett Peelan called up to Washington. All of them, yeah. So all three of them are called up. I didn't McElrath's even, out. I didn't even read that. Wow. That, I mean, that just happened. That's a huge boost for the Penguins. That, I mean, I mean, that's a massive boost. We, that's a must-win game. Th- these next two games are must-win games. And I mean, like we said before, we're top of the league. Lehigh will never say that, but we're top of the league. Not top of the division, not top of the conference, on top of the league. Number one, and, AHL, number one. And you little 13 Ontario, right? We are sitting above the Ontario freaking rain, all right? That's sick. That's so sick. Mm-hmm. And you little 13-year-old LVC phantom on Twitter, you take that. You take that. Now, let me, let me tell you something here. You don't know this schedule, but I'm looking at it right in front of me. You see Wooks vs. Grand and Penguins, Wooks vs. Grand and Penguins, Bridgeport, Bridgeport. What are you thinking? If I'm who? If you're Hershey, that's who the next games are. What are you thinking? With a double Wooks Bear, then double Bridgeport? Double Wooks Bear, a three and three the next weekend. Two, you play Bridgeport home, Bridgeport home, Laval home. What are you thinking if you're Hershey? I think they're going to struggle. How many points do you want to take out of those five games if you're Hershey? How many points do you realistically think you're going to take? At least one game from Bridgeport. Bridgeport, uh, Bridgeport are the second in the league. Still, at least one point from Bridgeport. Playing them in two games, you should be able to figure it out. Um, probably one game from Bridgeport. Uh, based on how Laval played, probably see if you can get like a point from Laval. Um, and the Penguins right now, you got to kind of think they're going to want all four out of that. So realistically, like seven points out of that grouping. Mm-hmm. But with who you just named, you said Pylon's gone, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Milano's gone. Mm-hmm. McElrath is out for the first game because he's suspended. Johansson, and Johansson. Milano, and Pilon. Which I, is... I don't know. I think that that's going to be really, really tough for them. I'm sorry. Um, their next six games, three of the six are against Wilkes-Barre. And two of them are away. I want to know whether the Caps injuries are long-term or not, or whether they're just going to mm-hmm. be, because um, that would make a huge difference. Hershey could get in a bit of a pit here. You ready for this? I'm going to tell you all the days they have a game, because this is, as a Wilkes-Barre fan, we've gone through this. We are going to go through this, but this is just stupid. They have a game, the 5th, the 6th, 11, 12, 13, 18, 19, 20, 23, 25, 26, 29, 30. That's a lot of games. That's 3, 6, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13 games in November. You are playing almost every two days. Wow. I don't, I, I think we need, I think we need to have this conversation at one point about player safety. You have all these injuries in Washington. You're calling these guys up from the ECHL, but you're playing. I'm not sticking up for Hershey because it could happen, but it, but it could happen to anyone. Yeah, you. I mean, we've had our fair share of injury crises. Mm-hmm. Um, but I agree with you. I understand you got to get uh, you got to get 72 games in, right? Yeah. So schedule's tight. Um, whether that means starting a little earlier, maybe ending a little later. Um, I don't know, but it does seem a little wrong. I know that's hockey. That's the nature of the sport, you know, back to backs. Um, you play three games in a weekend. These are tough guys, right? They're used to this. Hockey is scheduled that way, you know, from the bottom up. But there does come a point when you do have so many injuries that you start to like question it a little bit. So I don't know. That would be a, it'd be an interesting topic to ask like a, uh, maybe a ref or someone on like the board of the AHL, you know, like what could you do to avoid that? Because let's be honest, it's less of an AHL thing than it is an NHL thing. The NHL controls everything Mm -hmm. and everything else just to trickle down. Mm -hmm. So the NHL wants to jam all those games in. Well, 
you got to have that in the AHL too. You got to get these guys reps. So I don't know. I, I don't know where that would start. I don't know whether that discussion's already been opened up to some degree, uh, but I don't see it changing anytime soon. Well, listen to this. You ready? This is April. The first, the second, the fifth, the seventh, the eighth, 11, 14, 15. Guess how many of those? Now, just so you know, there's eight games in 15 days in April. That's, a, that's not even including March, which they have a ton of games. Guess how many of those eight games are away? Seven? Five. <sighs> Cleveland, Cleveland. And then they go from Cleveland. This? I don't know whether we're talking about the Penguins or Hershey. Anymore. I'm only talking about Hershey. Oh, okay. I'm just looking at, I'm on Hershey's schedule. So I'm kind of, their schedule is more clumped than ours, surprisingly, which is saying something with for us. They go from Cleveland to Providence to Springfield. Then they come home. Two games against Charlotte. Then out to Bridgeport. And then the next day, they have a seven o'clock game in Bridgeport. And then the next day they come home and have a game against Lehigh to finish off the season. That's a tough month. That's a terrible month. Every That's month. A, 15 days. I'm that, that's a that. tough 15 days. Every single one is like that, though. I know it's not the Penguins, and I know this is a Penguins podcast, but at one point, we have to have a conversation about player safety. We have, like, the AHL, they have to put the players, like, the fans are one thing. We are not, we are not, we're not some sort of push around. We spend money to go to these games. We spend our money to keep your organization in check. But the we pay to see those players, but at one point, we had to protect the players. All right, that's my mini rant. It's over now. All right. All right, sorry about that. No, you're good. So, I mean, you want to talk about the OT goal real quick? That OT goal. I mean, I he's your sure. guy. He's your guy. If you want to talk about it, feel free to. I mean, Pusty has the chance for a one-timer. We get a little bit of a break. Um, end of OT. He has a hell of a rip. Puck kind of bounces off, um, gets cleared out. I think Hollander actually broke it up. I think the puck, it was a good save, great mm -hmm. save, but it trickled out. One of Hershey's defenders tried to clear it, but Hollander got a stick on it maybe. Mm -hmm. It bounced a little bit wide. Goalie's still not set. Hollander receives the puck right in the corner of the zone and rips it with absolutely no angle, top shelf. Mm -hmm. Wild, absolutely wild. Um, even Mark Friedman smiled. That's how you freaking know it was <laughs> wild. Friedman came giggling. And you see him? Mm -hmm. He's smiling all over the socials now. Hey, he's, he, a, he's a changed man. He's he, a happy... He loves being down here if they're winning games. And him and Ty Smith, I'm still holding to it. Those are the game changers. Ty Smith and Mark Friedman are the best defensive duo in the AHL. Agreed. I, I would say so. And we have it's stats not, to back that up. And it's not even close. No. Attacking-wise, one of Pittsburgh's big things is that they want attacking defenders. They want to bring, the def they want to bring their defensive players into the attack. And that's what we're doing with Ty Smith and Mark Friedman. And this isn't a Marino situation where all he'd wants to do is attack. These are mm -hmm. players with balance. Yep. Which is fantastic because I mean, they are owning the ice every time they're on it. Like they're, they're so incredible. They balance each other so well. I'm obsessed with that defensive line. Ty, excuse me. Ty Smith and Mark Friedman deserve to be in the NHL. Yeah. And they'll, they'll be back. Mm -hmm. oh, I mean, yeah. P.O. is going to get dropped as soon as like Pittsburgh possibly can. Ty Smith's going to go right back up. I mean, Friedman, Friedman's the one who's in limbo. P.O. P.O. has been incredible, though. You have to admit he has been he's been on top of his game. He's been one of their best defenders. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say incredible. He showed up every game and he's been like normal, consistent. He's been yeah, there. I mean, most he, consistent he had an assist defending. last night. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the score is right now. I was I, I forgot they were playing now. Hershey. At home on Saturday, WWE night. <laughs> <sighs> WWE night. WWE. Now, I don't know if we mentioned this yet, but we're not going to be at that game. We're going to be in Florida. Not at the Solar Bears yet. Yeah, not happy about this. Not happy about this. We're missing one, two, three. Three games. Three really home games. Three. <sighs> but... We get to watch them from our luxury of Florida. We're going to be on the beach surf fishing and we're going to be watching the penguins. So win, lose, win, lose. We'll still be chirping. So, I mean, chirps are universal, right? They're just, you know, 
a transfer of energy <laughs> directed at a player who sucks. So, you know, if we're doing it from Florida, it's all the same, right? Yeah, we're gonna have more ice and we're gonna have more ice in Florida than Fucali's gonna see all weekend. So I'm not I'm not too overly upset with You're it. You're absolutely right. We are absolutely right. How many points do you want from this weekend? Against her again two against Hershey. So it's a it's a double header uh for everyone listening. Home and away. Her- Hershey home on Saturday, away on Sunday. How many points you want from it? Four. I agree. I think we need to take all four points. Because of what you just told me about that team? Four. I say four, minimum three. We should not be losing a game in regulation. I think Saturday is a gimme. They need that. The boys have momentum. Hershey at home. It's going to be a Saturday night. Atmosphere is going to be good. WWE night, they, big crowd. They need to beat Hershey. No McElrath means no bully on the ice, which means Cassie will be shut down because he's no freaking man, all right? McElrath starts the show, and then he cleans up the scraps. Let's Cassie, be honest. I mean, they have Cassie, Massey, McElrath. And when you take one of them away, they are not... They're not, they're not the same players. I mean, McElrath's the real man. Cassie isn't a real player anyways. Dude, Cassie is the biggest fraud in the AHL, and I will not, like... I will not hear anything else. This guy's statistics, uh, I get the, oh, well, you know, not everyone has to score goals or have assists, blah, blah, blah. Kessie can do his own thing. He's a physical player. Like he, he does, you know, things differently for the position. He's a left winger who hasn't registered more than 25 goals across like 13 seasons. This guy is atrocious at the sport of hockey. He is a sad excuse to have a physical player who wants to bully everyone on the ice. Like, useless and what's even worse is he can't even perform on his own if McElrath isn't there or Massey's not there to slap him in the ass and get him going he's literally useless all he'll do is pitch little fits the entire time and oh god he's obnoxious he's literally obnoxious he (laughs) are you recording this whole thing don't even get me started on this guy I literally have an upside down picture of him on the wall that says fraud right now oh yeah (laughs) sorry God, that just, I, I don't like, I don't like Kale Cassie. I'm sorry. I had to, I'm sorry for everyone who wanted to rub my mic went out there. I had to mute myself. I don't like Kale Cassie. He is, oh my God, he's useless. He's. If anyone wants, I will have, I'm posting that tonight. I'm sweating. Somewhere. I'm sweating right now. Well, let me, let me drop my, uh, let me drop my hood. Jesus. Why'd you even do that to me? You set me up for failure. I mean, we got that. That's so funny. I wish I got the beginning of that when you said Kale Kessie is a fraud, so I could have zoomed right in on his face. Um, we will be posting that on a social for anyone who wants to see uh, Kale Kessie's fraud photo. It's pretty uh, funny, actually. I mean, Tommy, last year, a little backstory before we, we finish up. There's a reason I don't like him, too. He, um, well, to start, Tommy last year pre-gamed the hockey game when I was driving, and I was bringing a friend, and Tommy's Tommy was like, dude, I got a printer. I'm going to go print off Kale Kessie pictures. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So he never, he never ended up getting them printed. But instead he texted my mom and was like, hey, can you print these pictures of this random man? Can you just print these for me? And I was like, and my mom was like, yeah, of course. Because what does she know? She, she doesn't really, she doesn't know who Kale Kessie is. No one, no one who has two brain cells wants to know who Kale Kessie is. So- Tommy writes fraud and hangs it upside down, puts a, puts zip ties around his neck, and wears a Kale Kessie fraud necklace around the oh stadium. My goodness, I walked in and people were just like, "What is going on with this guy?" It was a it it was it was something. It, it was a rough night. Um, we won, and there was a Bears fan that sat right in front of us that game too, which made it so much worse. I apologize to him. But oh. let's let's wrap it up. We gotta um, go. I, I think I think four points out of this weekend. Four points. That's what I'm saying. Because no McElrath means no physicality, and it's at home. Great atmosphere. Boys are gonna be buzzing. Six zero and one. They're looking to take another one. And mm-hmm. let me tell you what: if we go doubleheader, eight zero and one, that's a real team. Yep. If we go, I'm gonna say. If we play this weekend and next weekend and hold even like a a one or two loss record, I, I'm going to back these Penguins to do something this season. Mm-hmm. Because you can get lucky a few games, but that there's something different about this team. They're a little gritty. Um, they, they can score goals. 
they're a great defensive team for once. We have stand on their head goalkeepers. Um, and I'm sorry, but when the tendies are looking good and the sallies are on, the team's rolling. And mm-hmm. right now, they they look like they want to do something. So I'm I'm really hopeful and really excited to see uh, how these next few weekends go. Because I want these guys to be the real deal, and I, I think they can I think, be. I think they can. Plus, now, Kajula is coming back down. Oh, that's true. Should have mentioned O'Connor got sent back up to Pittsburgh. And so, but he might come back down soon, depending on. I mean, Pullen might come down too. Yeah. Did he play tonight? No. No, no, he didn't play tonight because O'Connor played. Mm. Oh yeah. Oh, because he's up for Carter. Those two, uh, Carter and Bluger, are still injured. Now, the Orlando Bear, Orlando Solar Bears, are seventh in the in the division. They play the Atlanta Gladiators, who are third <laughs> in the division. Wait, Th- say that again. Atlanta Gladiators are third. They're yep. five two. They're five and two. Okay. I mean three and two. Sorry. Okay. They played five games, so they have six points from five. Yep. The uh, Solar Bears. Yeah. Four games played. They're one, two, and one. They have three from four. Oh, no. Who wins? Are we about to go watch a dusting? Who wins? Solar Bears. Solar Bears. Solar Bears. Um, Home Ice Energy will be there for one night. I say this, all right? One night. What, what night is it on? Do you know what night? It's on a Thursday, maybe? It's on Thursday, so we don't have a game Thursday. No. So, so I cannot be a Penguins fan for approximately two and a half hours. I can dedicate all my energy onto the Orlando Solar Bears. Yes, that's what that's what we're saying. For one two and a half hour stretch, I'll be the biggest damn Solar Bears fan that arena has ever seen. I'll be chirping. I'll be loud. I'll be starting chants. You best believe it. We are going to get rowdy there. They're going to love us. We're going to be legends by the time we leave. Danny fucking Solar Bears. Let me tell you what. Danny fucking Solar Bears. Tommy Hockey's going to become a fucking Solar Bear. You you heard it here first. You heard it here first. For two and a half hours, that team's got my heart. I don't know a single damn name, but I got a stash and a love for hockey, so you best believe I'm there to support and slam some beers. Dimitri Simikin, Andrew McLean, Michael Brodzinski, Steve Oleski. Please which don't, don't go did. back through them again. Oh, no, this is the final ones we didn't read through oh because you God. cut me off. Matt Sridel, Jimmy Mazza, and then the goalie's Brad Barone, Brandon Halverson, and Jack LaFontaine. And then the team personnel, Chris Heller, Matt Cranker. Matt Cranker? <laughs> Matt. Matt Cranker? Karnkner? Karnkner? C-A-R-K-N-E-R? That's really weird, dude. Matt Cranker. <laughs> I thought it said Cranker. Well, everyone, we must go. We have to go pack. I mean, someone still hasn't packed this bag for Florida. Yeah. And we leave in T <laughs> minus... We leave the airport at 6 a.m. tomorrow. It's now 10 o'clock. Uh, we leave for the airport at 3 o'clock. I've yet to do laundry or start packing my bag. I have been up since 5.30 this morning working. Been a rough day. Been a rough I day. went 13-hour right. shift today. 17. I, no, I, I, was awake, I was awake until 3 o'clock. Doesn't count, all right? So you were up till 3. I got, I got five hours of sleep, and then I grinded out. So you know, We should ask the podcast listeners this. They just want to hear about a day in the life. Like a day in the life of the Pence Corner. Because it's really bad. Like we don't have we don't have time. I think can how do I want to say this? Collectively, between the two of us, twelve to twelve, there's probably about an hour and a half of sleep. <laughs> yeah. From Re- realistically. From twelve o'clock. So I go to bed around eleven, eleven to twelve each night. Tommy goes to bed around um, <laughs> one to six. <laughs> Depending on the day. And so, then somewhere in there. So we continue. Uh, so today I was up at 530. Really depends whether or not we have orange juice or not. <laughs> Screwdrivers. So today I was up at 530, right? I went to work, did my thing. And then I came home. I went to, I, I, I coach a soccer team. So I went there, right? I did not get back until 730. Tommy just woke up at 730 at night. <laughs> you know, Sometimes you just got to realize, you know, time's fake. It, Tommy it, it, has it. driven me to the airport at 530 in the morning. And I say, how'd you sleep? What? What? Juice World dropped an album. Did you not hear? <laughs> Actually, that is how it works. That, that is ex- I, Philadelphia. It was Philadelphia. It was 530 in the morning. I walked into his room. I said, hey, buddy, how you doing? He goes, 
Juice World dropped album. <laughs> fucking zombie he's, he's, Juice World album. He's got Listen. fucking Middlesbrough chips and alcohol, and he's like Fortnite Juice World album. <laughs> I'm not proud of my decision making. Uh, but but I get, know what makes me happy. But he gets up and he works a 14, 15 hour shift every time. All right, we got it. We got to go. We got to, we got to wrap. We got to wrap. Um, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, that's a recap of match week three, two, three. I don't know. I have did, no did idea. Did we count the first game as its own match week? Um, uh, no, it would be three. It would be space here. I'm going to check the, the app. Bitch, I like jet skis. I like riding there. No, okay, bike. so it's mat- match week two. Match week two, we just covered. Match um, week two? So this coming weekend will be match week three, doubleheader against Hershey. Uh, if you guys listen to this, uh, we're going to post a little blip of it. Uh, let us know what you think the scores this weekend are going to be. And also make sure you tune in to the Orlando Solar Bears game against the Atlanta Gladiators. We'll be going live every time the Solar Bears score. Or actually... At the top of every period, we'll be going live on Penn's Corner. So, well, uh, if you want to see the, yeah, the, if you want to see what, if you want to see, if you want to see what I look like by the third period of a hockey game, and I'm 21, my birthday was <laughs> oh, October 30th. Yeah, that's so I can buy you alcohol. Daryl just, uh, <laughs> Daryl, Daryl buckets <laughs> over here just turned uh, 21. So, uh, we'll give him a little happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. I, I muted him. Happy birthday to you. What's this magic button? <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, you have a good night. You enjoy whatever you guys are doing and make sure you uh, make sure you guys give us a follow, give us a listen. And if you guys ever want to get in contact with us, we are very personable people. We will talk your ear off as much as you want us to. We will. Unless you're Kale Cassie. If you're Kale Kessie and you're listening to this, just know you're a fraud. Have a good night. We appreciate you guys. Up the pens. Up the pens. (laughs) 